Welcome to the Disney Dose of Fun podcast. I'm Kyle, your Disney fanatic host and travel agent. And I'm Ashley, your fellow Disney enthusiast and co-host. We're here to sprinkle a little extra magic into your day no matter where you are. Whether you're a seasoned Disney pro or a first-time visitor, we're here to talk about all things Disney, Universal, and beyond. Every episode, we're diving deep into the world of enchantment, sharing our tips and tricks, personal favorites, occasional trip recaps, and the latest updates from the Kingdom of Magic. So grab your favorite Mickey ears, cozy up with a Dole Whip, and let's embark on this magical journey together. Whether you're tuning in during your morning commute or winding down after a day of adventures, get ready to escape into the world of imagination and wonder. Hello, fellow Disney fans. Welcome back to this week's episode. You're listening to episode 12. Today is November 13th. (laughs) And what are we talking about today? Well, this episode will start off our fantastic Disney World Resort series. Over the next few episodes, we will be taking you through the wonderful world of Disney hotels, including the charming Good Neighborhood Hotels. In this episode, we're diving into value resorts. This is probably the most uh, asked about topic on planning a Disney vacation. Should we stay here? Should we stay deluxe? Which one is your favorite? So we thought it would be a good idea to go through all the different resort options you have with staying at a Disney resort because, boy, do you have options. <laughs> all right. Before we get into that, Kyle, any news? I don't have a lot of news news. Um, I know the first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party began on the 9th. Uh, pics and videos are all up. Merchandise pictures and pricings is up. Um, I can't wait to buy the spirit jersey. Um, it looks awesome. It's got like joy to the world on the back oh, nice. with a picture of Mickey and Minnie on the back. Um, the foodie guides are up for all the parties at Walt Disney World, including Festival of the Holidays, which begins on November 24th. Mm-hmm. And um, I, um, I've seen some stuff on TikTok and it looks like good food this year. Yes. Unfortunately, not a lot of plant-based options mm-hmm. though. <laughs> But, yeah, it looks amazing. Um, And then the first Jollywood Nights was, I believe, last night or a couple nights ago. And it was, um, I've seen some people kind of really dress up for it. And I've also heard mixed reviews on it. Um, I heard it was, you know, it was very crowded. It was very disorganized. Mm. Um, There wasn't a lot to do at the party, which a lot of people are bound about. Um, One thing I heard, too, was going in and when you get, like, the wristbands, there was like one line so people were waiting like 40 45 minutes just Mm. to get the wristbands oh no i'd be mad yeah (laughs) Uh, i know some people actually left to go in the um like the regular line Mm -hmm. to go in and then somehow they got the wristbands like inside and they were going they were getting in quicker that Mm. way so i hopefully things fix yeah Um, i heard like the idea behind it is good but I mean, it is the first party and the very the first very you know party they've, mm-hmm. they've never had it before. Yeah. Um, but hopefully they improve on it yeah. either this year or next year. You know. All right. So on that note, we'd also like to mention a few things for all of our listeners out there. As the end of 2023 quickly approaches, we are starting to plan out our show topics for 2024 and want to hear from you. 
what are some things you would like us to talk about and cover throughout 2024? This can be related to Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Lines, and Universal Orlando as well. You can comment on our poll directly on Spotify or better yet, head over to our Instagram page where we will keep a pin post of what you would like um, to hear throughout 2023 and 2024. Yeah, we'll keep that post pinned until uh, the end of 2023. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm still trying to figure out how the Spotify polls and mm -hmm. questions and answers works. Uh -huh. um, but for now, it's best to just comment on our Instagram posts. Yeah. So, um, also, as we talk about the Disney resorts over the next four episodes, feel free to comment on our episode posts on Instagram with your favorite Disney resorts and why, or if you have any questions regarding the Disney resorts, leave them on the Instagram post and we will answer them on our podcast. Value resorts are where you'll find the best bang for your buck. They're a hit with Disney fans and for a good reason. You get to stay right inside the park, enjoy some sweet perks you'd find at other Disney resorts, and let's re be real, you won't burn a hole in your pocket. It's a dream come true for families trying to make their budget work. Now, don't get us wrong, there is no such thing as a bad Disney hotel. But here's the deal, value resorts don't come with all the fancy extras you'll see at moderate and deluxe resorts. But you know what? They bring the magic in their own way with tons of Disney charm and exciting themes. All of the Disney Valley resorts offer pools, uh, different themed areas, a playground, an arcade, a jogging trail, and offer so much thrill for families of all ages. Um, all of them offer campfire get-togethers as well as movies under the stars, which I believe you also get with moderate and uh, deluxe resorts yeah. too. Um, so let's chat about what's awesome and what might not be so awesome when you decide to stay at a Valley Resorts. So there are five Disney Valley Resorts that you should know about. All-Star Sports, All-Star Music, All-Star Movies, Pop Century, and Art of Animation. Now, Art of Animation is a bit of a showstopper in this category. It's what some call a value plus resort because it's a tad pricier, but comes with slightly better amenities, including family suites. Now, a, a quick thing to note, too, that I add to the notes is um, the Little Mermaid rooms might come out to the same price as like Pop Century, if not like a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but when I when you're looking at pricing for like the family suites, they're going to be more because they're suites, okay. which is what our animation is mostly is. Uh, is <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's also note that some may categorize the campsites at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort as being value, but that's a whole different ball game. You have the tents and the RV campsites, but you have the cabins, which are being refurbished, and Disney categorized those as moderate. So we will not be including the campsites in this category. Yeah, I'm not sure where we're gonna include it but i'm thinking maybe just include it when we talk about um other options and the good neighbor hotels okay um so yeah so first up is i figure we can just alternate yeah that's um so first up is the big factor affordability <laughs> uh if you're oh, watching yeah. your wallet value resorts are your jam moderate resorts follow in the price list and then the deluxe resorts which will be the fanciest and most expensive in the park options uh, Disney Valley Resorts hit the wall at the latest, perfect for those who want to stay on budget 
with the all-star resorts being the cheapest. Um, and now when it comes to location, value resorts might not be doorstep neighbors with the parks, but you've still got the perks of being inside Disney World and being on Disney property, um, which is a big plus over off-site resorts. Um, all of the value resorts are located in the ESPN Worldwide Sports area, while moderate and deluxe resorts might have more fancy features. If your days are park centric and you're dine out and you dine outside the resort, where you snooze might be might not top the list. A value resort offers cost effective lodging within the Disney World Magic Bubble. Yeah, I stayed at an off off site hotel. Uh, I think a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Never again. <laughs> um, I'll stay at a Disney Springs resort. Like this was a Holiday Inn, a little bit farther away from the Disney Springs resort. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it it sucked having to like drive to the park still. Yeah, and pay for you, parking. Yeah, which went up this year. Yeah, like five bucks. Mm-hmm. And, like that adds up. Yeah, know? and then you got to jump on the monitor. You know, jump oh, on yeah. the monorails, jump on car- like other carts. So they don't make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> So if you can stay on site, you still get good yeah the perks. buses, the early park entry, yeah. And all that. Um, so staying at speaking of that, staying at a Valley Resort doesn't mean uh, you miss out on those cool Disney parks. You still get early theme park entry. I shout out the Disney Dining Plan, free parking, uh, priority for Disney Genie Plus reservations, advanced dining reservations, the ability to uh, charge stuff to your room, and more. Uh, trust us, these on-site Disney parks are gold. Yeah. So it's definitely worth it staying on-site. Yes. Um, and, I mean, for the price of a deluxe resort, it's or of, a, of one of these resorts, the it's not, resorts, yeah, it's not much different than staying at, like, a, a Holiday Inn in Orlando or something. Not really, because I was looking at Disney Springs resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be, like, a little bit cheaper, but then they charge you for their own parking. Yes. Which is a lot, which I found out this past Labor Day weekend. <laughs> um, they charge for parking, then they have, like, fees on top yeah. of that. And when, after you add all that in, mm-hmm. it, it almost comes to the same price as, like, a, a value. value resort. Yeah. So is it really worth it staying <laughs> off-site? Uh-huh. Um, and then this is where value resorts shine. They're like the most Disney resorts in the park, especially if you've got little ones with you. The buildings, the grounds, the pools, um, all play host to Disney's creative brilliance and iconic characters. Each, each section of these resorts is a tribute to a famous Disney movie or another captivating theme. These themed areas are a blast for both kids and adults. Yes, these will be like the most themed of yes. all Disney resorts. Um, I think that's why it's very popular with kids and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, speaking, of, talking about you know theme and all that. Um, with room decor, uh, don't expect anything fancy here, but rooms are pretty basic, bright colors, not much frill. Um, our animation is the exception with interior hallways. And that goes for this, the family suites, whereas the Little Mermaid rooms, they're going to be um, exterior hallways like the uh, like Pop Century and the All-Star okay. Resorts. Um, yeah, most rooms are accessed from a, an outside, a bit like a typical motel, but with like a generous sparkling of Disney magic. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> 
Um, these resorts are a kid's dream. The themes, the decor, and the character statues, they're all kid magnets. And they are extras like arcades, playgrounds, and kiddie pools at every Disney Value Resort. But now, because they're very kid-friendly, they're also very noisy. Uh, some folks find Valley Resorts a bit more uh, rambunctious. It might be because the rooms have exterior entrances, unlike internal hallways. They're very kid-friendly, so more kids often means more noise, and lots of wings are facing uh, the pool area. Yes. So and, um, it's it can get very noisy. Yeah, I just actually saw a TikTok this morning that um, Pop is the most has the most fire alarms pulled by kids. Is it really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, like, during the night, you know, kids messing around or just little kids curious. Right. That's a little, nice little fun fact there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to know, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the food, each of these value resorts has its own food court. Um, perfect for quick, quick service dining. They have a pool bar at their main pool, but here's the deal. None of them offer table service meals. You can still get those fancy sit-down table service meals, but you'll need to venture out of the park for that. Yeah, like venture into a moderate or a deluxe mm -hmm. resort to, to table service. Yeah. Or where it is it springs, get some dinner. Yeah, but, yeah. these valley resorts, they're more like um, like a cafeteria style. You like get a food court. Yeah, you that. get a tray. And um, they have options. Like they have kind of American Oh, yeah, area, they have American. Like pizza, they have some. chicken. Um, I know at um, each resort, they kind of have like their own special like um, when we were staying at um, uh, New Orleans, um, they had like gumbo as their, it was still like cafeteria style, mm -hmm. but they had like their special like gumbo. And when we were at the sports one, like they really emphasized like the chicken fingers, but they had like basketball shaped fries. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, the theming is still with. Yeah, each resort still have its has its own like themed meal. Yeah. But yeah, you won't find any like table service restaurants yeah. or anything like that. Um, you can uh, with the food, you can get room service at these um, resorts as well. Now, did they bring that back? Because I know with COVID, they quit yeah. For when a while. we were there last okay. time, you just call and they'll bring it up to you. Okay, because I. I and that was at the used, sports. Okay. I don't think I ever use uh, room, room service. I can't talk today. Uh, room service. Uh, uh -huh. So but that's good. It's good to know that they brought uh, the whole room service food delivery back. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll uh, deliver pizza, mm -hmm. you know, order pizza and get it delivered to the yeah. room and stuff. So, um, and with these value resorts are attached further from the parks, you've got to rely on the free bus service to get to the theme parks. Now, there's no fancy monorail or boat access, but these buses run like clockwork, shuttling you to every Disney World theme park. They even uh, stop right in front of your resort. And you also have uh, the Skyliner as an option on two of these value resorts as well, which we will talk about in a bit. Yeah, and I mean, when you say they work like clockwork, they really do. They do. Um, so they know it's the only. Um, you, know, you should know there are multiple bus stops at these value resorts. Yeah, we'll they, talk about that. In, yeah, because they are bigger. But, yeah. um, I mean, the buses are always coming and going. Oh, yeah. Um, standard rooms at Pop Century and the All-Star Resorts are around 260 square feet. 
Art of Animation is slightly larger at 277 square feet. Um, compare this to about um, 314 square feet in a moderate resort. If you're thinking of a family suite for extra space, remember they come with a bigger price tag. They do. <laughs> um, All Star Music and Art of Animation offer a family suite. Um, they're roomier at 200 and, uh, or, sorry, 520 square feet and 565 square feet and can house up to six guests plus a baby um, under three in a crib. Hopefully I got those numbers uh, correct. <laughs> yeah, we um, stayed at, um, gosh, <laughs> um, I think it was Pop, and we had four adults and two cribs in there, and we could still put all of our luggage under the beds. The beds are open, and there was still room to walk around. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you won't find any hot tubs at these valley resorts, which could be a big, uh, big factor for some people. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a lot. That's the lowdown on Disney Valley Resorts. Yeah. They're a budget-friendly way to experience the Disney magic without breaking the bank, but also have some downsides to saving some costs on the room. Um, I have not stayed at any of the All-Stars, but I've stayed at Pop Century, mm -hmm. and we stayed at Art of Animation this past March, mm -hmm. which we can talk about when we get to it. Yeah. Um, what resorts have you stayed at for value? Uh, for value, um, what we've done All-Star um, Music, Sports, and Pop. Okay. So you've been to quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. nice. But um, for Pop, it was like before it was renovated. Okay. So they didn't have any of the fun, like, family suites then. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so do you, uh, do you want to talk about... Yeah, I'll start with um, the All-Star Resorts. Um, All-Star Resorts are conveniently situated side-by-side, side, um, allowing for an easy stroll between them. If you're interested in exploring different properties, dining options, or gift shops, throwing um, some room numbers out there, um, All-Star Movies has um, 1,604 rooms. Uh, all-Star Music has uh, 1,706 rooms in total. In total. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see how many are family suites and okay. how many are um, yes. standards. And then um, All-Star Sports offers um, 1,920 rooms in total, making the sports the largest of all the All-Star resorts. A little fun fact. Do you know why All-Star Sports has the most rooms? I don't. Because a lot of like sports fans, when they get together, sports teams, they'll mm. stay at All Star Sports. Okay. And Disney knew, knew that, so that's why they added more rooms oh, to nice. accommodate the teams and all that. Yeah. Um. I know we've stayed at Music last the last time I was there, and you can get lost around the. the oh yeah, these are still big resorts. I mean, they're res yeah. They're very spread out. Uh huh. Um. I know at Music, it's kind of like um. Like different genre, like genres of music. Yeah. Like you can stay in like a country one, which we'll talk about in a second. Too. Yeah. Yep. And so, like as you're walking through through there, it's just like, oh wait, do we have to go that way? Oh no, we have to go this way, and then you end up behind. So they are big resorts. Yeah, you'll see these like giant statues of maracas over here. Yeah. And then you'll see a giant guitar <laughs> yeah. over there. It's like whoa, where yeah, are I? yeah. <laughs> 
Um, um, I have not been to music or sports, but I did like walk through movies too. Uh huh. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I like the Toy Story area. <laughs> oh yeah. So all the All Star um, resorts they provide bus transportation throughout the um, parks. However, um, it is important to note that the All Star resorts do share a bus line potentially leading to multiple stops before reaching your destination. During peak times, you might get lucky and have a more direct route, but if not, keep that into consideration. And I believe All-Star Movies is the last of the bus line? Yes. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I did not. <laughs> um, that's important to note, too, if you're taking um, Mir's transportation from... The airport. The airport. Um, they'll set a time to pick you up, but you might be like, oh, that's so early. Like, I don't need to be at the airport until what time, whatever. But they stop, like, you're the first ones they pick up, mm -hmm. and then they go to other resorts. Yeah, you're not the only resort they stop at. Yeah. And another thing, too, is uh, this is only during, like, um, like not busy, slow times yeah um, during peak times they will um, accommodate more busing yeah because they know there's more people so yeah. um, so it's only sometimes that they will have shared mm -hmm. busing yeah um, each of these resorts features two pools a slightly larger main pool with a livelier atmosphere and a smaller quieter option as mentioned earlier Walt Disney World um, boost jogging trails and in this case there's a um, dedicated one mile long paved trail that connects all three all-star resorts. That should tell you how uh, how close they are together. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'll talk about movies for a minute. Since okay. It's the only one I've actually been to. <laughs> um, so first up is all-star movies where the magic of the silver screen comes to life in every frame. Uh, for movie buffs and Disney enthusiasts alike, all-star movies is a dream come true. The resort pays homage to some of the most beloved Disney films with larger-than-life characters adorning the exteriors and interiors of their respective wings. Um, so as you're walking out of the main lobby, you have Fantasia-themed buildings with iconic statues from the classic movie, which, side note, I've not seen in years. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it again. Uh -huh. um, here you will find the main pool, the Fantasia pool, home to a Sorcerer Mickey fountain, and I heard this uh, pool is one of the best in Disney. Oh. Not so much because of the size, but because of the uh, theming. Okay. Um, and for the little ones, a smaller kiddie pool and water play area are located nearby. Uh, to the left, you have the um, <coughs> excuse me, Toy Story buildings with a 40-foot Buzz Lightyear, Giant Woody, and other Toy Story characters. To the right of the main building, you'll have the... Uh, 101 Dalmatians theming buildings, sprawling giant statues of Dalmatians from the classic film. And then further along is uh, further along past the 101 Dalmatians building, you have the Mighty Ducks themed buildings with the resort's second pool here, the Duck Pond Pool, <laughs> uh, designed to resemble a hockey ring. This uh, 105,438 gallon <laughs> pool is the perfect place for families to relax and unwind before or after a visit to the park. I'm hoping my voice is not like 
like croggy on <laughs> on the podcast because I, I can feel it like yeah. going up like allergies man i know and it's it's like in michigan again it's warmer today i know so it, it'll be 51 day then 30 I, the next I day i know this is all crazy <laughs> um the farthest buildings from the library uh, library the lobby next to fantasia we have the love bug buildings which is themed to Herbie the Love Bug, mm. which I have not seen. I've seen uh, Herbie, Herbie Fully Loaded. Yeah, I've seen not, that one. Not the original. Yeah. Uh, it's a little too old for me. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to talk about rooms? Yeah, All Star Movies recently underwent room refurbishments in early 2023, adding a touch of contemporary comfort to the magical experience. The standard rooms feature new and moderate designs, providing a cozy retreat with a dash of Disney flair. Preferred rooms offer whimsical designs while being closest to the main lobby and the main pool. A few noteworthy changes from the refurbishments include upgraded amenities, fresh decor, and enhanced functionality. It's a blend of nostalgia and modern convenience that enhances your stay at the heart of cinematic magic. And then when, uh, when it's time to refuel between your Disney escapades, <laughs> I said that wrong, the, word, uh, the world premiere food court takes center stage uh, with five movie markets serving up a variety of tasty treats throughout the day. It's a cinematic culinary experience. Um, don't miss nightly outdoor screenings of classical movies under the stars, um, turning your evenings into a magical movie night. And I did not uh, put this on the notes, but there's also a gift shop as well. I forget the name of it. Yes. But you bet you're, you bet it's going <laughs> to be like and, um, it, Yeah. And it, um, if it's like um, music, it's like right as you get off the, like, the bus. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's right there for you. Uh, so let's see, walking, getting over to All-Star Sports, uh, celebrating all things athletic. Um, this resort is divided into sections highlighting various sports from baseball and basketball to surfing and tennis. It's a slam dunk for sports enth enthusiasts of all ages. Uh, the closest buildings to the lobby will be themed to surfing with the matching name Surfs Up. Um, this area has the main pool, the surfboard bay, as well as a kiddie pool holding 242,471 <laughs> gallons of water and featuring giant three-story surfboards lining the pool area. And here you'll also find a giant statue of, um, like, surfer Goofy as well. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a yeah, kiddie pool is located behind Stadium Hall adjacent to surfboard bay pool. Uh, going past the main area, you have... The two other themed areas, Center Courts and Hoops Hotel, theming to basketball and tennis. Okay. And then to the left of the lobby, you'll find the football and baseball themed areas, Touchdown and Home Run Hotel. You'll also find the hotel's second pool here, the Grand Slam pool, shaped like a baseball diamond. Um, this pool features Goofy on a pitcher's mound, lobbing a streaming of water at swimmers. And then continuing the, uh, continuing the sporty theme, the sun deck is designed like an outfield and huge three-story baseball bats line the pool area. Yeah, I've stayed at yeah, I've stayed at the um, football and baseball area. We um, stayed at the Home Run Hotel okay. with um, view of the pool. The pool view, okay. Yeah, and um, it's it's nice. 
Yeah, nice. just, yeah. Um, I think if I did stay at one of the resorts, I would probably do movies just because I'm not like huge into sports or anything. Yeah, I think um, at the time it was just what was cheapest for our family. So gotcha. that's understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the rooms here are a haven for sports lovers. Whether you're chilling in a standard room or opting for a preferred room closer to Stadium Hall, you're in for a sporty retreat. Standard rooms are cozy and sport vibrant decor inspired by different athletic activities. And if you're aiming for a bit more convenience, a preferred room is also a winning choice. And then you have the end zone food court is a culinary touchdown for guests. Uh, this isn't your average resort dining. Picture diverse options like sports themed treats and a variety of choices to satisfy, satisfy every appetite. It's a flavorful celebration of a victory right in the heart of the resorts. And of course, let's not forget the must-have souvenirs. Touchdown Gifts is the place to score some sports-themed merchandise. Whether you're into jerseys, sports accessories, or um, exclusive all-star sports keepsakes, this is your go-to spot for um, sporting mementos. And then for our little athletes, all-star sports transforms into a playground paradise. Dive into players inspired by the thrill of different sports. Yes, and also in between, so like the um, baseball and football one, there's like a um, football field. And um, when we were there, they had some soccer nets up so kids could run around there and play. So you play soccer. Yeah. Nice. That's always fun. Get, yeah. get some energy out. Yeah. And not in the parks. Yeah. Um, so this is the one I stayed at most recent, um, All-Star Music. Um, let's dive into a um, the rhythmic world of All-Star Music, one of the vibrant Disney Valley resorts that's sure to strike a chord with your inner music lover. So All-Star Music is a symphony of musical themes featuring larger-than-life icons celebrating jazz, rock, uh, Broadway, Calypso, and country. It's a visual and auditory treat for music enthusiasts. Yes. Closest to the lobby, we have the Calypso-themed area, bringing a uh, Caribbean vibe to the resort with whimsical instruments, tropical colors, and giant maracas aligning the buildings. This sounds really fun. Yeah, we stayed at um, o- over in the Broadway area, and when you walk up to it, I mean, it looks like you're coming right into, like, a theater. Nice. It's so cool. Um, and then here you'll find the main pool, the Calypso Pool. Shaped like a guitar, this whimsical heated pool is home to a fountain of the three caballeros, mm-hmm. Donald Duck, Jose Carioca, and Panchito. Hopefully I said those right. <laughs> uh, playfully spraying water at swimmers. And then there is a kiddie pool nearby. Yes. Uh, following the path, we get to the jazz-themed area. Here the notes of jazz greet you, setting the tone for a musical adventure. Then as you continue on, you hit the resort's second pool, the piano pool, a grand piano-shaped watering hole featuring a deck of black and white keys. Surrounding the pool, you will have the uh, resort's three other themed areas. You have the rockin' section adds a bit of edge with guitar and drum motifs creating an atmosphere of energetic fun. Opposite the Rock Inn, you have the Broadway area paying homage to the magic of the theater. And then finally, farthest away from the lobby, we have the country section embracing a rustic charm with oversized cowboy boots and guitars. (laughs) I think I would probably stay at Rock. 
Yeah. If I say that music, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, rooms at All Star Music, well, like um, well composed melodies, come in different arrangements. Standard rooms are your classic retreats offering comfort and charms in budget friendly packages. Um, preferred rooms are a symphony of convenience, placing you closer to Melody Hall for easier access to dining and amenities. Family suites are also offered here with spacious accommodations amid delightful music theme decor for parties up to six. Also, a little fun fact too. Um, they so with these family suites, they combined uh, two connecting standard rooms and just added a pull-out couch okay. to the other side and the table and chairs you'll find at like the other family suites. Uh-huh. Um, and then. These family suites are going to cost roughly about 20% less than the suites at um, Art of Animation. Okay. Um, Yeah, these rooms themselves are designed with a playful touch incorporating music, notifs, and vibrant colors. (laughs) It's a harmonious blend of comfort and creativity. Um, They also went through room refurbishments in the recent years, adding wood flooring, queen beds, and a refrigerator in the room. Yeah, I think all of the All-Stars went through a refurbishment, and I think sports was Uh the last, and that they just completed. Yeah, and I mean, in the spring, I mean, it's a nice room. Very clean, very nice. That's good. um, Very spacious, so... Uh, Then All-Star Music has the intermission food court to satisfy your cravings. This food court is like a buffet of flavors, offering diverse options to cater to every taste. Uh, customizing your own pasta, indulging in a hearty burger, or savoring international uh, cuisines. It's a culinary com- composition that's sure to please even the pickiest eaters. <laughs> um, Maestro Mickey's is your go-to gift shop for all things Disney. Whether you're after character apparel, collectibles, or exclusive all-star music merchandise, this is where you'll find your musical keepsakes. Uh, then, uh, let's see. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah. One second. And then, of course, we can't, we can't forget about the recreation. Um, there is, you still get the campsites, uh, not campsites, campfire <laughs> activities here, as well as movies under the stars. And then you also have the notable games arcade where classic and new video games awaits. And, um, yeah, I think... Yeah, that, and there's, I think there's a playground at that one, too. Yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. Perfect. Yeah, and um, like um, at the sports one, when we were at um, the music one, so like in between hotels, they had like um, badminton set up with some picnic tables, and like um, this family had ordered some pizza we saw, them, and the kids were playing badminton, the parents were just chilling, eating pizza, so, See, Valley Resorts can be fun and relaxing yeah, too. Um, I know. I feel like All Stars gets a lot of hate just because they. When you think All Stars, you think of just like crazy kids running around. Yeah, dirty old hotels. Yeah, and no. they're the complete opposite. They're not dirty at all. They're very clean. It, you know, they're still Disney resorts. Yes. So they're still very clean, very organized. Yes. Might be a little bit louder, but uh, I mean, or, it's very kid. Yeah, and the only thing um, I wished they had was. You know, the food courts are, are all right, but yeah. the food could definitely be a little bit better at these resorts. But for a burger and fries, yeah, you, you can't, can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that does it for the All-Stars. Uh, so then next we have Pop Century and Art of Animation. 
which we both stayed at, except you have not stayed at. I haven't animation. been to Art of Animation. But you've no. been to Pop Century. Yes. Okay. Um, while Pop Century and Art of, Art of Animation aren't a thematic pair like the All Star Resorts, there's a unique connection that adds to their charm. They are physically linked by a bridge over Hourglass Lake, named the Generation Gap Bridge, making them easily accessible to each other. And so I found out something too. Um, so they were originally intended to be sister resorts. Did you know that? No. So uh, in the initial plans, Imagineers conceived a second resort to complement Pop Century, uh, focusing on the early half of the 20th century. So like right now, Pop Century is like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, I think. Okay. They were going to plan a 1900s through 1940s resort. Um, the sister resort was, yeah, was meant to be connected by the Generation Gap Bridge, which we just mentioned. Uh, construction had started, but they were working on the buildings. There are now the Little Mermaid rooms today. But then uh, 9-11 happened and brought everything to a standstill. And the buildings sat unfinished for many years. Wow. Um, but then uh, Imagineers started to resume the projects. Disney identified a need for family suites and birthed the concept of art of animation, a resort uh, catering largely for to families and groups. Oh, uh, wow. The only non-suite rooms here are the Little Mermaid rooms, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but that is why Little Mermaid rooms are not one, not suite, and two, not interior rooms okay. like the rest of our oh, animation. Okay. I thought that was a little fun fact yeah. that I didn't know about. No, me either. I like a little Disney history. Yeah. Um, today, it's incredibly easy to stroll between these resorts exploring dining options or gift shops. At either one, they share a Skyliner station. This will be, the gen this will be on the Generation Gap Bridge, providing aerial transportation to and from select resorts, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. Bus transportation is also available. So the Skyliner is one of the main reasons a lot of people stay at Pop, Century, mm -hmm. or Automation, uh, including myself. I'm a huge fan of the Skyliner, uh -huh. so I'll stay at one of those just, just to use the Skyliner. Nice. Um, throwing some numbers in there, uh, Art of Animation um, has um, 1,984 rooms in total, um, 1,100 of those being family suites and 864 of them being the Little Mermaid standard rooms. Yep. <laughs> Pop Century has 2,880 rooms, making it the largest of the value resorts. Go Pop. <laughs> yeah. Both resorts um, boast not one, not two, but three pools. Following the all-star model, there's a main pool, a little... That's a little bit larger and busier, accompanied by two smaller quiet pools. Um, for those who like to keep active during vacations, most resorts offer campfire activities, movies under the stars, and jogging trails along Hourglass Lake. Um, the entire loop is about 1.4 miles, and on the Pop Century side, it has a charming name, Memory Lane. Hmm. Get it? Memory Lane? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so talking a little bit about Pop Century, uh, so when we dive into Pop Century, we're time traveling through the vibrant decades of the 20th century. Uh, the resort is divided into distinct sections, 
each dedicated to a specific era. 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 <laughs> um, you have the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and a 90s building. Uh, it's like strolling through a living history book with oversized icons and memorabilia capturing the spirit of each time period. So right in the main area next to the lobby, you have the 60s building. These will be the preferred rooms, so you will spend a little extra here versus like the standard rooms. Um, here you will have a giant statue of Baloo and Mowgli from the Jungle Book, a giant Play-Doh, and <laughs> yo-yo staircases. <Ooh. laughs> uh, you have the main pool, Hippy Dippy Pool, is located here featuring flower-shaped water jets and a lazy 1960s attitude <laughs> featuring over 235,613 gallons of water. This pool is big on fun. And then for the little ones, you do have a kitty pool located behind Classic Hall, just behind the Hippy Dippy Pool. Uh, then to the left, you have the 70s area. Uh, there's no pool here, but it does feature gigantic foosball players, a retro Mickey statue holding a phone, mm -hmm. and a giant tricycle. <clears throat> and then following along is the 80s and 90s area. Here you will find the computer pool where you can go uh, for a dip at the 1990s-themed computer-shaped pool that includes a giant floppy disk and <laughs> keypads. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there's a giant statue of Roger Rabbit and a Walkman, I believe it was, <laughs> and then uh, featuring Rubik's Cube staircases. Okay. So I'm a 90s baby, yeah. so this, this sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, <clears throat> going back to the main lobby area, on the right of the 60s area, we have the 50s area, with giant statues of both Liddy and the Tramp, uh, bowling pin staircases, and the bowling pool where you uh, celebrate the 1950s at this 144,352-gallon no, <laughs> pool uh, shaped like a bowling pin. Um, I have a video of Adeline dancing and singing outside of our uh, pool view room um, at the 50s mm -hmm. building, sing, uh, dancing to lollipop Aww. over like the air, the hotel Aww. speakers and stuff i'll have to post that in a little bit yeah that'd be so cute um pop century offers 2880 rooms making it the largest valley resort based on room count the rooms here are nostalgic retreats whether you're unwinding in a standard room or opting for a preferred room near the classic hall you're in for a journey through time Rooms at Pop Century, Pop Century went through a massive refurbishment in 2017 and 2018, including the addition of queen-size beds, um, one is which uh, Murphy-style bed, um, hard surface floors, and a small refrigerator. Um, you have four different room categories, a standard room, a pool view room, preferred room, or preferred pool view room. Yep. Um, and then when it comes to the food court, um, you can satisfy those cravings um, on a culinary voyage to the ages. This isn't your typical dining, uh, resort dining. We're talking about um, diverse options, classic comfort foods, and a variety of choices to cater to every taste bud. Um, it's a flavor um, time warp wrapped right in the heart of the resort. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then, of course, let's not overlook the essential souvenirs. Pop Century is also home to the Everything Pop shopping experience, where you can discover a broad range of Disney merchandise. 
whether you're on the lookout for retro Disney attire, collectibles, or exclusive Pop Century keepsakes, this is your go-to spot for nostalgia-infused mementos. <laughs> and there um, is also a playground for your little time travelers. Um, they can dive into different decades of fun. Yeah, so I love Pop Century. It is a childhood um, favorite of mine. We sit here often mm -hmm. as kids and whatnot. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, you want to go ahead and go over to our animation? Yeah, let's talk about which our... Which we just stayed here back in March for the first time. Oh, nice. We'll talk about it in a little after this. Yeah. Um, um, it opened in 2012, making it the newest resort at Walt Disney World. Um, now that now what sets Art of Animation apart is um, like a value plus resort. It gives you a touch of luxury that's a bit more than what you'd find at the four other value resorts. It's mainly because of the family suites. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the theme here is unlike anything else. We're talking about stepping into the heart of beloved Disney animated films, even more so than Oscar movies. Uh, the resort is divided into four whimsical sections, each dedicated to a Disney classic, finding Nemo, Cars, The Lion King, and the Little Mermaid areas. The attention to detail is mind-blowing, from larger-than-life characters to immersive landscapes that make you feel like you're part of the movie, basically. Uh, Finding Nemo is going to be right at the heart of the lobby with the main pool. Uh, the Cars area will be on the right of the lobby. And then Lion King is on the left following the trail to the Little Mermaid area, which will be the farthest away from the main lobbies. Okay. And reminder, these are all family suites <laughs> except for the Little Mermaid area. Okay. Um, the rooms here are an extension of um, the animation magic. Art of Animation has a total of 864 standard rooms and a whopping um, 1,120 family suites. Man, these notes are like all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> We've repeated a couple things. Uh -huh. um, standard rooms are going to be um, in the Little Mermaid area. They're spacious, colorful, and comfortably accommodate um, your family. Um, a few things to note on the standard rooms. Um, the Little Mermaid building is the only standard room at Art of an Animation. All the others are family suites. Um, these will be the furthest from the main lobby, but they have their own pool. And lastly, the Little Mermaid rooms will be the only rooms at Art of Animation that are exterior hallways, like at Pop and All Star. Yep. Um, if you're looking for something even more magical, the family suites are a game changer. They provide extra space, a kitchenette, and two separate bedrooms. These will be the Finding Nemo, Lion King, and Cars-themed rooms. The Art of Animation rooms were lightly refurbished in early 2020. The major changes to the room was replacing carpet with um, blue hard surfaces, bigger TVs, new dressers and nightstands, and the pl um, placement of bed frames that leave storage space underneath. So I am a huge fan of wood floor. I absolutely hate carpet. <laughs> so I'm liking the hardwood flooring in these rooms. Yes, yeah. It's definitely nice. Um, now when it comes to satisfying your taste buds, uh, our animation doesn't disappoint the landscape of yeah, Landscape of Flavors, Food Court is a journey through international and American cuisine. Um, 
that you also have the drop-off pool where you can relax poolside with a thirst-quenching frozen cocktail, ice-cold draft uh, or bottled beer, or non-alcoholic beverages too. Uh, snacks are also available for those craving a quick nibble. And of course, let's not forget the important souvenirs. The Ink and Paint Shop is a treasure trove of Disney merchandise. Whether you're looking for a character apparel, collectibles, or exclusive art of animation merchandise, this is the place for your Disney keepsakes. I did not mention the name of the pools when we were going through the themes, uh, but yeah, they have, our animation has three pools. So you'll have the Big Blue Pool, which is the largest at Walt Disney World Resorts, uh, inspired by Finding Nemo. This zero-entry giant holds over 308,000 gallons of water. Wow. Uh, join Nemo, Crush, and others on a watery adventure. And then going over to the Cars area, you have the Cozy Cone Pool, inspired by the Cars movie, uh, perfect for families seeking a splash of fun. Uh, dive into 74,740 gallons of joy. <laughs> Just a little fun. smaller. <laughs> yeah, a lot smaller. <laughs> uh, surrounded by life-size Cars characters, and then you can relax in the unique orange cone cabanas while your crew enjoys the water. And then uh, the Flippin' Fins pool is inspired by The Little Mermaid with 103,642 gallons of fun. It's a splash-worthy experience. Uh, conducted by Sebastian, the Under the Sea Orchestra sets the whimsical tone featuring beloved characters from the film. And then you can stay dry at Squirt's Righteous Reef, a Nemo-themed playground, Aww. which Addie did play on it back uh, in March, and she loved it. Nice. Um, the Art of Animation Campfire activity is located near Pride Rock every night from 6 to 7. Come join the evening festivities as the sun sets and immerse yourself in a classic family enjoyment, toasting marshmallows over a warm, crackling fire. And then you have the movies under the stars will be located at the Big Blue, Big Blue Pool, 8 p.m. nightly. Uh, you can watch some of your favorite Disney films outside in the fresh evening air. Yeah, um, I will say one thing. It's so fun to watch movies outside, but I wish they didn't put them right by the pools. The pool, I know. Um, it's right next the, to the pool at yeah. Army Animation. We watch- yeah, it's next to the pool at the sports complex, too. So it's not only loud, but you also have like the lights on yes. the pool yeah. shining like close to the screen, so it's kind of hard to see. Yeah. Um, I forget if it's like that at the Army um all-star resorts yes it is they yeah. Are. okay yeah so that's something they need to change yeah um but it's still fun to watch movies outside yes right? <laughs> and then you have the pixel play uh arcade which is located in the animation hall building um so adeline liked our animation more because we got an upgrade to the finding nemo family suites and oh, she nice. told me that herself um so in my opinion i love everything about this resort uh, the food is the food court's fabulous. the The pool is amazing, and the theming is spot on. Um, our animation has a dedicated bus service directly to and from each theme park, so no bus sharing. Um, and then you have, you know, the, the Disney Skyliner, which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of. Um, the only real disadvantage I have here is the price, mm. um, because it is a value plus resort. Um, the room rates tend to be more comparable with. Uh, a Disney moderate resort than other mm-hmm. value resorts. And the only standard, standard room are the Little Mermaid themed rooms. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're not huge into Little Mermaid, you're stuck paying for a family suite with yeah. the theming more to your liking. Um, and also back in March, we yeah. So she, I mentioned how we got upgraded to the fan, the Finding Nemo suite uh-huh. back in March, uh, and then yeah, we were originally going to do Little Mermaid, but then yeah, we got upgraded to that, and I I liked it. That was my first suite that yeah. I ever stayed at. Which again, it was just me and Addy, mm-hmm. so we had this humongous room. <laughs> yeah, and you know it had two bathrooms. You had like the main uh-huh. bathroom out in the open. Yeah, and then you had like a dedicated uh, bedroom with okay. its own bathroom nice. and stuff. It was it was fine. I highly recommend family suite if you can get a group together. Nice. So. Okay, we have a listener question today, and um, I'll let you answer this one. <laughs> The question is from Roxanne on Instagram, and she asks, if you want to see the Christmas decorations but want less crowds, what dates are the best to visit? Yeah, so this is a good question. Uh, So Disney World sets up uh, Christmas right after Halloween, with the exception of this year since they added an extra Halloween party night on November 1st. Uh, Magic Kingdom is usually all decked out by then, but it takes a little longer to get the rest of Walt Disney World decorated. You know, you have the gingerbread houses at the deluxe resorts. Mm-hmm. You have the Christmas decor at the other parks. You have the Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs. Um, with yeah, so like next week is Thanksgiving for us. For us, and then I think everything is decked out okay. right now. Um, so with that said, I have two answers to this. Uh, because it all depends on if you want to visit Epcot's Festival of the Holidays or not. Uh, because this festival doesn't start until the day after Thanksgiving. So this year it starts on November 24th. Um, if you don't want to visit Festival of the Holidays, the week before Thanksgiving is ideal. It will mm-hmm. be less crowds. Um, you'll have, you should have most of the Christmas decor up, minus at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, there is still a festival going on at Epcot. You still have the Food and Wine Festival going uh-huh. on, um, but you know it won't be the Christmas festival. Yeah. Um, if you do want to go to the Festival of the Holidays, go the very first week of December. Um, you could probably make do with the second week of December, but after that, that's when the holiday crowds start showing up and prices uh-huh. start going up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend the week before Thanksgiving or the first full week of December, Okay. if anything. And then pricing is pretty okay. <laughs> Better than the week of Thanksgiving or the week of Christmas. Yeah. So um, we did not mention favorite resorts. For Valley, I mean. Um, we forgot to mention that before the question. <laughs> so, yeah. So, my favorite is probably going to be Pop Century. Uh-huh. Um, it would be our animation if it wasn't so more costly. Yeah. Because I love the theming. I love the option of having a suite. Uh-huh. But it's a lot. And when Disney comes out with promotions, a lot of the time, our animation is not included in those promotions. Mm. Or at least the Little Mermaid uh, rooms are not. Okay. So for that, I got to go with Pop Century as being my favorite. And it's, like I mentioned before, a childhood favorite. Uh-huh. So that's mine. Yeah. Um, I think um, I'm going to have to go with, um, I really like all-star music. Um, I It wasn't too busy when we were there. And for the um, if you're spending all day in the park, um, it's nice to go 
back to a nice hotel, but you're still not paying an arm and a leg for a hotel, you can spend that little extra cost um, in the parks. Exactly. And like, you know, if you're yeah. not planning on being in the room all too often, yeah. don't yeah, splurge on Yeah, we were getting or... up at 6 a.m. to go to the park and we weren't back until you're spending all day at the 11 p.m. So Exactly. But, um, you know, it was still a nice room. Yeah. And still highly themed and all that. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. That... Yeah, there you have it. Um, a magical journey through the value resorts at Walt Disney World. We hope this episode helps you choose the perfect budget-friendly options for your next Disney adventure. As we continue this Disney Resort series, be sure to join us in the upcoming episodes where we explore the moderate resorts, deluxe resorts, and even Disney's good neighbor hotels. And this series will lead up to my trip coming up. Nice. So, yeah, come back to that. <laughs> yeah, and remember, we love to hear your Disney Resort experiences, too. Share your favorite memory and tips with us on Instagram or in the show comments below. If you're planning on your Disney vacation and need some expert advice, don't forget you can reach out to me for all your travel planning needs. You can contact me on Instagram or visit my website at MagicalVacationsWithKyle.com. I would love to help you plan your family's next Disney adventure at no extra cost to you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Disney Dose Fun. Stay tuned for more magic. And until next time, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep making magical memories.